0: This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. We can the world. We can the world. Now, here's Sue Freeze.
1: Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze like fries, one word.com. I'm so thankful that you've joined today um, and every day that you join. And if you're new to the show, welcome, 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 welcome. Sue Freeze, Spelt Like Fries, has been around. This show has been around for over 10 years, and it's just amazing to me. Syndicated, and now uh, I'm not only on Christian stations, but I'm on secular stations. Uh, a little background on me, in case you don't know, is I'm a dancer, and I dance country-western, um, all different uh, dances in the country western scene along with others like tango um, and other dances. So um, I love to dance and the miracle story in that, if you're just joining in and don't know anything about, is that uh, in 2011 I had an accident on a horse where a horse uh, threw me and that day, it was a Saturday, and I was supposed to do a live show on KKLA that day. And I decided to, you know, take my horse out. And I let him run around the arena because it had been a while. And uh, he seemed to run around getting all those oats out of there, which you're supposed to do as a horse person, you know this. And then I stood in the middle of the arena and the horse came up, nuzzled on my neck. And that's usually a sign that, you know, we're connected and that we're, we're going to move forward in this thing together. So then I proceeded to put the sta- saddle on him. And I put one foot in the saddle and put the other leg around as you're supposed to do. And within a second, the horse started bucking. Now, I'm used to bucking. I've barrel raced. I, I kind of know high energy horses, but this was a little bit different. And uh, it's happened that I ended up, my body went up. The saddle came up. I came down, and it, I was a little off, so it went right at my knee. And I felt my knee. I thought dislocate. That's what I thought. I thought I, I dislocated my knee. I knew when I hit the ground that I wasn't going to have that right leg, and so I landed on my left leg and just slowly, you know, went down. My my phone had been thrown far, far away, and I would have had to drag myself through the sand in order to find my phone. So I'm sitting on the arena ground yelling, screaming, because I was in a lot of pain, and nobody for some reason could hear me, no matter how loud I screamed. So uh, fast forward is, it wasn't just dislocated, I had shattered my leg in a million pieces, according to the surgeon, and it took many, many hours of two surgeons in my leg to put me back together again. At that time, being a professional dancer, competitive dancer, and liking all leg sports, like water skiing, snow skiing, Anything and everything that was outdoor and using legs, um, I was in question on whether I was going to be able to do from this day forward. So psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, I was drained and fearful. And I'm telling you all that, that it's a miracle that the Lord put me back together again. And uh, it was a very big learning curve getting through that. And every day when people would say, so how are you doing? Is your leg getting... You know, uh, you know, are you ever going to have your leg? Are you ever going to be able to walk? You know, those types of things. And all I would say is I'm getting better every day. And sometimes my body didn't react to my words. Someday I didn't know what the next day or the next hour or the next minute was going to bring. I was on medication, don't like to take pills, uh, couldn't do anything for myself. I was in a wheelchair, uh, couldn't put any weight on the leg, couldn't take a shower. So it was a learning curve for me to be pretty much helpless and in need of help, and um, sometimes things like that happen and we don't understand why. Uh, but all I can say is it is a miracle and God is good, and I am back on the dance floor and um, you know life is good. And I appreciate every single time I can put a ski on and actually get on the water. I never thought I'd be able to water ski again, and I am, and I'm so thankful. So with all that being said, I just wanted to give you a little bit of. A background on when I get on the dance floor now and I'm dancing, I love country two-step. I love West Coast Swing. I love all the country dances, and I love country music. I love even more Christian music. I love to be filled with His Word. I love to be filled every way I can, just be fed and filled with His Word and His Spirit. And so right now, just talking on this radio is another thing where I didn't know what was in store for me, I had no idea that Sue Freeze was ever going to be on a radio show. I own a pest control termite company. I'm known as the termite lady. And so the termite lady that was advertising for, uh, you know, E. termite and pest control to do rate to have customers come and be able to take care of them from San Diego to San Luis Obispo. All of a sudden, after years and years of advertising on a radio station, the general manager decided to have lunch with me and say, I think you need a show. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm working 16-hour days. What am I going to talk about? What am I going to call it? And how and when am I going to be able to place this in my day in order to make this all happen? And it's amazing how when God speaks and you o- are obedient, that he, he paves the way for you. What I've realized is that during all of this, I have realized that everything we go through, everything we go through everything you go through, everything I go through, there's a life lesson. There's a life lesson and it's preparing us for the next assignment, the next situation. You know, it gives us the strength to endure and to get through it and, and we're better because of the things we've been through. We are not the same person before as after, such as my leg. I am not the same person that I was before when I stepped on the dance floor when I got on a water ski, I am not that same person. I'm a little more concerned and uh, cautious, obviously. I'm not at the same level I was before, but I'm also just so much more appreciative of the gift that I have that I can when I didn't know I could. And I think the message here is for you to hear that, you know, is that we've had to pivot during this time. We've had to pivot during COVID. We've had to pivot in, in our lives and it's a time for us to reset, restore, and revive. Those are the words that when I prayed for this show today that came so strong. And uh, I'm just going to tell you a little story. It's really funny. Okay, Alexa is kind of new to me. I know you're going to laugh. But I have Alexa in my office now. And it's really nice that I don't have to get up and change the dial. And I, didn't ha- I don't have to do anything but just speak. And this thing does what I ask. And I love that. I know you're laughing. It's okay. You can laugh. Anyway, so I'm in my office and I say, Alexa, play worship music. And it does its normal thing saying, um, you know, I heart whatever, whatever. And then it goes dead. And I'm like, what? I mean, it, it thought, I thought it heard me, but yet Alexa didn't do what I asked it to do. I did it again. I did it again. So I thought, well, maybe it doesn't like worship. Maybe I'll go country, right? So I said, you know, 105, country play it. you know, and, and she didn't listen to me, which every day before that, she'd listen just fine. And she'd play me what I wanted to hear. Um, and so my, my bookkeeper, who's been with me for 20 years, she comes in, she goes, you're yelling at it. Maybe she doesn't like you yelling at her. And I said, well, maybe not. So she comes in talking really sweet and soft. Alexa, da-da-da-da-da. And it still did the same thing. So then my assistant, Cynthia, she comes in and, and, and she goes over to it and she goes, well, maybe it just needs to be unplugged and plugged in again. And another word for that would be reset, right? So that was, it was so confirmation for me that I'm supposed to talk about reset because this is a life lesson that sometimes we miss our little lessons. Now you're, you're hearing this story and you're going, oh, yeah, of course. You know, you pull it out and put it in, right? You, you just reset it. Sometimes with our phone, we have to shut it off, turn it back on. Our computer, shut it off, turn it back on, let it reboot or reset. How about us? How about you? do you think you have a reset button? Do you need to be restored? Do you need to be reset sometimes? And the answer is, of course, yes. But do we take the time to do that? So I have some things here that I want to talk about, okay? And it's talking about, that was my buildup for today's message, is reset, restore, and revive. And I really want us to get this. So There's four words. I had uh, Cynthia, she's my new assistant, and we're learning together on how to prepare for the show and what it is I'm needing, what I'm wanting and what God wants and uh, how to deliver and all those things. So uh, here's what she, uh, after I gave her direction, this is what she came back with. And, And there was a piece of paper and it was cut off and it had two words. It had adopted and redeemed. And I said, okay, those are like kind of all by themselves, so what does that mean? And then I went to another page where she didn't have anything yellowed, and it had blessed and chosen. So ask yourself if you feel blessed, ask yourself if you feel chosen, ask yourself if you feel adopted, and then ask yourself if you feel redeemed. Resetting our identity in Christ. Okay, this this show is about life lessons. This show is about the pursuit of passion, purpose and connection. When I was asked to do the show, I had to come up with what I was going to talk about. I had to have direction. I had to have something that kept me kind of hemmed in a little bit. And what I came up with, with the Lord's guidance and discernment, was kind of what Sue Freeze is all about. Because Sue Freeze is all about pursuit. And she wants to be passionate She wants to fulfill her purpose in God, that God created her for, as I hope you do. And the word connection is so strong with me, because I want to connect with every single listener out there. I want to connect, not maybe we'll be best friends, but maybe I'm somebody that you can listen to and hear God's voice through me. I want to connect on a heart level, and sometimes we have to start with our head but I wanna get to the emotions. I wanna get to the intimate world, okay? And being a female, I think it's easier sometimes for us to go there. But something was said to me once about intimacy and what it means is in to me see. And that was when I was going through marriage counseling. And when I heard that on a sermon or something, intimacy, because for intimacy, if you ask a man about romantic or intimacy, their response usually is a lot different than a woman's. So, men, if you want to ask your wife or your woman or your special someone um, what their definition or describe intimacy or describe romance, and then, women, ask your men. We already know the answers, well, probably 90% of the time, but Ask them what it means to them. And when we can understand each other's brains and hearts, mind, soul, body, when we can understand or seek to understand, we can have a much closer, more intimate relationship. You're listening to the Sue Freeze show, and it is no coincidence that you have turned on the dial and you found me. Or found the show. And Sue fries is spelled like fries. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word.com. And what that's going to give you is 10 years of syndicated podcast, radio shows, where you can go there at your leisure when you want. And you can listen at your pace. You can stop, you can go, you can do what you want to do there to get this message, to hear what God has to say because I pray that it's not my words, it's his words, that the glorification is in the Lord and in his word, not in Sufri's. I'm just someone that's being obedient at this moment. Am I always? No. Are you? No. And you know what? God is a forgiving God, and that's a really good thing. I'm so glad he's not done with me yet, and he's not done with you yet either, and you don't have to get your act together before you ask him into your heart if you have not. You know, he's there for you right now. So try this spiritual practice as a way of setting your mind on Christ. On Monday, throughout the day, you could pray this simple prayer as often as it comes to mind. Thank you, Father, for choosing me in Christ. And you could use different words be, you know, besides choosing. You could say adopting, forgiving, redeeming. You could say any of these words, and they're very strengthening. I, I'm saying re- Ephesians because when I was going through my marital you know, growth, my learning, uh, big learning of how to be a better partner. Um, Ephesians just really spoke to me so strong and so, so much that uh, anybody reading, no matter where you are, if you read Ephesians, it's going to guide you in a direction that I'm guaranteeing you. I really am. If you follow the words and you follow what it says, um, you're going to find that you're going to be a better person. And when I was going through a lot of marital issues, I realized that whether I stayed or I went, I was going to take me with me. That's a big one. No matter where you go, you can't, you can't escape you. <laughs> you take you with you. So it's really important that you work on you. You know that old saying about when you point the finger, there's three pointing back at you? That is so true. And, and you know when they say, look at the, you know start with the man, Michael Jackson, start with the man in the mirror, start with the woman in the mirror, start with you. Look in the mirror and ask God to just reveal to you what it is that he wants to work on. And don't ask him for a laundry list. Just one thing at a time is great. Just work on one thing. You know, and maybe you need an accountability partner. Write it down. You know, it's much better to write it down because then you know where you started and where you are each day and whatever. So resetting. You know, we have to reset And here's what this is saying here on Digging Deeper. Read the passage prayerfully, listening for the voice of God and asking him to speak to you. No matter what you're doing, when you're listening, when you're reading the word, you have to ask for God to reveal to you what the message is for you. Because, look, we're not all in the same place. You realize that, right? We're not all in the same place. We're going in this journey on our own time, you know, uh, our own speed limit, (laughs) you know, we have speed bumps at different times. And he's always there. And it was really, really refreshing to me when I realized that I did not have to get it all together all at once, because I'm a get or done person, and I want it now. And when I realized it's a journey, it gave me time to just take a breath. It gave me time to be anxious for nothing. Because I was anxious for everything. Can anybody relate to that? Yes, Record or write down the word, phrase, or verse that God impresses upon you. Just write it down. It's really wonderful what happens in your brain when you write things down. It's different than typing even. Writing it down. Reflect. I love that word, reflect. Reflect and write down what it is about this word, phrase, or verse that is meaningful to you. And then respond by writing a prayer or recording what it is that you think the Lord wants you to to do in response to his word. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. How many people do you know that talk a good talk but don't walk the walk? Uh Uh-huh, I know. Me too. Me too. Hitting the reset button, Ephesians 1, 1-6-1. Summary, God designed for humans to think, feel, speak, and act in certain ways. As a race, we have walked away from that and messed up the universe. God, through Jesus, has hit the reset button on our lives, giving us hope for a better life. How many of you need hope out there? And how many of you really desire a better life? I I would bet that, I don't know, probably 98% of people, if I could see you right now, you would be raising your hand saying, yeah, me, me, me. Me, me, me too, I'm with you. Ephesians is about God's reset button for humanity. In the Garden of Eden, we decided to monkey around with God's ways of thinking, listening to serpents and disobeying God's instructions for how to live life. We and the universe have been messed up ever since, but thanks be to God that he sent Jesus to rescue us. One of the things God is doing through Jesus is hitting the reset button for our lives. We get a chance to start anew with a new heart and mind that is being transformed back into the ways of thinking prior to the fall eventually god will hit the reset button for all the universe and this is what the book of ephesians is about god resetting humanity and the universe to factory settings to the way they should be how many of you realize that you need to have a reset button you need to reset and what is it you're going to do see it's one thing to listen to what's being said on this show right now but i'm going to challenge you to do more than just listen OK, I'm going to challenge you to do something different. And I gave you kind of a, a roadmap. you know, read, record, reflect, respond. and And if you do these things, your life can be different. And if things aren't working for you now and you continue to do the same things you've been doing all along, what do you expect is going to happen down the road? And, you know, our time, we only have so many minutes in this life. It's not a fearful thing to think about. It's just a reality. You know, we don't have forever. And we don't know when our time is up. I have friends that are gone. I have family members that are gone. Way too soon. We only have the now. We only have the present. We can learn from our past, and we can forgive those and forgive ourselves for our past. And I hope you do. That's a big lesson all in itself. And there is multiple podcasts with The Sue Show that talk about forgiveness. In fact, there's multiple podcasts on most subjects that I think are so healing. Because I've been through my roadmap. I've been through my path. And people that know me now, they'll say, well, you can't understand. You have no idea what I've been through. You can't understand a thing about what, what I've been through. I've had people tell me that. And I say to them, how do you know? How do you know what I've been through? Have you walked in my shoes? And listen, I haven't walked in yours. And I'm not here to judge. I'm not. And nobody else should either. We are in this journey. All I know for sure is God loves us and he wants us to be his children. And he's given you and he's given me freedom of choice of doing just that. And it's up to us whether we want to receive. Now, I know there's listeners right now that probably are not believers and probably thinking, whatever they're thinking. And that's okay. Okay, I am called to speak this message. I am called to help people and guide people and, and you know, speak the words that God has given me. And I'm speaking from experience. I'm, I'm speaking from trying to do it on my own, trying to weather the storm on my own. And I just know that when I finally, finally, and I mean finally, reach my wit's end, And I don't do that anymore. I give it a lot sooner. (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel. But I realized a long time ago that he's much better than I am. And it's when I look up and when I give it over to him that things are revealed to me. I have a peace in my spirit that only I can get from there. And I'm not speaking from words on a page. I'm speaking from my personal experience. And I can tell you that I don't want anybody to suffer. I don't want anybody to feel even the pains that I felt or go through the things I've been through. And listen, if I can learn from somebody else's story, then I am darn good going to learn from that story and not have to deal with it myself. I want you to uh, be able to go to Sue fries, spelt like SpeltLikeFriesOneWord.com. I want you to share this show with other people. I want you to be able to find me. I'm Facebook Live every Tuesday at 1.30. Every Tuesday at 1.30, I'm Facebook Live. So if you want to see and hear audio, visual, all of that, that would be Tuesday at 1.30. Um, I'm syndicated. I'm on different shows at different times and so you're just going to have to look me up and find out all of that by going to Sue fries, spelled like fries, one word dot com. Uh, my show goes San Diego to San Luis Obispo and on the Internet all over the world. And I just thank you so much for joining the show today. And uh, be a blessing to someone each and every day. And this is part one of a part two show. Thank you so much. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard? Or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. Hey there, cutie! What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Fries of Ecola Termite Pest Control. But you can call me the termite lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free Pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call Ecola now, 877-332-BUGS, that's 877-332-BUGS, or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. ecola
0: 877-332-BUGS. Revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, learning to breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to suefries.com. That's Sue, F-R-I-E-S dot com, suefries.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze.
1: Thank you so much, E.C.O.L.A. Termite and Pest Control Services for sponsoring this show, and I'm so thankful for E.C.O.L.A. Termite and Pest Control for doing that. And I thank you, listeners, for listening in to The Sue Free Show. And it's so great to be back for part two. So on part one, we talked about reset. And I talked about, you know, we all need a reset button. You know, we need to start over. We need to just reset. And then we need to restore, uh, recharge, and revive. And so uh, part two, I'm going to talk about those things. So in, in, in these most trying times, we need to know we can recharge our spiritual life with God's saving power, recharging your spiritual battery. And uh, in part one, I was talking about Ephesians, and I was talking about how Ephesians, the book of Ephesians in the Bible, yeah, I'm talking about the Bible, um, Ephesians is such a wonderful, wonderful book. Because when I was really going through a lot of trying times in my marriage and relations, it helped me understand who I was, um, the relationships, how they work, what, what impact or imparting I need to do, how I need to focus on me and make myself a better person by understanding who I was. So let me ask you a couple questions. Do you ever feel spiritually drained? Have you ever felt that the spirit was just been exhausted in your life? We all feel this way from time to time. But an energetic Christian knows the cure. We have to recharge our spiritual batteries occasionally. Now I will tell you that it's not only our spiritual batteries that we need to recharge, and I'm just going to take a step back to say that all parts of our body needs to have rest, need to be recharged. This last weekend, uh, funny story, and I'm going to tell you because this is personal, it's vulnerable but I have a Touregg VW that has over 130,000 miles. I love this car. I have other cars that are really nice cars, but I tend to always use this car. And this car drives like a Porsche, but it's an SUV. It's a diesel, so I get better gas mileage right now. Um, Better gas prices, better gas mileage. And so I enjoy all of that. And I love the way it handles. I love that I can go to a garage sale and I can just fill the back with all kinds of stuff. It's just nice and convenient, efficient, all of those. So I am driving, and I'm an hour from my other house, and I'm an hour from the lake where I'm headed, and all of a sudden, the light goes on, and it says, turn off engine immediately. Okay. Well, I am on the freeway, and there's an off ramp right before the 57, and it said immediately, and it meant immediately, and I'm like, oh boy. So I started to keep going, and the engine started to sputter, and then I started smelling burning oil. Well, everybody knows that that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing, and it's better to turn off that engine immediately. So I immediately went to the shoulder, turned off my engine, and I'm stuck. Can't start the engine, obviously. And so I call my faithful, I thought, AAA. AAA is not going to be happy with me right now. Because I'm not happy with AAA. Three hours later, this is 7 o'clock. It was daylight. Then it became nighttime. I didn't get home until 1 in the morning, and I was on the shoulder for three hours on the freeway. And AAA um, they had me on hold for 25 minutes, three separate times. I called CHP because there was a car that pulled up in front of me and started going in reverse towards me. And I'm like, you can't see inside the windows. I have no idea if it's a man, a woman, um, who that was. And I was so scared. All right. I'm so scared. I felt like a sitting deck. I had nowhere to go. Um, I had no protection other than to lock my doors and to call 911. So I did both of those. And 911 stayed on the line, and CHP showed up, and I was never been so happy to see a CHP officer in all my life. He was so kind, and he stayed there with me, and um, finally he was fed up, never seen anything like it. And then I got fed up, and then he said, well, I can call my tow truck, but it's going to be a personal charge. And I'm like, that upset me because I pay a fee, right, for AAA. You would be upset too. But three hours is enough already, and so I finally gave in and said, yes, call your AAA, I mean, your uh, your tow truck. And they came within 20 minutes. $210 later, they they drove me to the nearest Covina VW dealer, dropped off my car at the front door, put my keys in a drop box, got oil all over me, because I had no idea I had leaned against to get my stuff out of the car, because I, no I didn't know how long they would have my car. So anyway, there's that. My car has an oil problem, and it's not that I didn't check the oil. It's none of that. Okay, I'm pretty good. Um, But a bolt broke, and everything just came apart. Okay, so I guess that can't really be helped, all right? But my car needs a reset, needs a recharge, and uh, all of those things. And things can happen when we don't take care of things is one message. But the other message is, is that I'm thankful that CHP was there for me. And thank you for all you service providers out there, both veterans and, uh, you know, military and police and fire department. Thank you for your services. I'm forever grateful. And I'm just thankful that you were there and that, you know, um, you were there and you could take care and protect me. So thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, CHP. And AAA, I'm very upset with you right now. So. Anyway, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. This is the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word dot com. I would love for you to go on my website. It's there for a reason. And I paid quite a bit of money for that website to be there so that you could connect with me. I want you to go there, connect with me. Tell me what's going on in your life. If you need prayer, tell me what the prayer is. I'm resourceful. I don't have all the answers by any means, but I do have resources. I have connections, and I would love to be able to help you if I can. Nobody reads those but me. They go right to my email. Um, They're off of my website, and I will be happy to uh, connect with you on that level. Also, I would love for you to remember Sue Fries, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. And I would love for you to share me with other friends and family and whatnot. And also know that you can go to Facebook on Tuesdays at one thirty and see Facebook live on Sue fries Show. Exactly just that. Just Facebook Sue fries Show and you'll find me. And, you know, uh, become a fan. It's not friends there. It's fans, which I... It's kind of weird to say, but um that's what they call it because I ran out of friend requests. I couldn't have any more friends. So I had to turn it to fans. And those of you that are Facebook people, you understand that that is the the way it works. Um so I had to change to fans so I have no limit to how many fans can connect with me. So, um we have to renew our commitment to put him first. Now some of you might not be believers, and that's okay. Um God loves you. He does. Um, and no judgment here. There was a time when I wasn't sure and I was asking questions because my dad died of cancer at a very young age and I'm like, why, God? Why? If you're, you know, you, you know, you could, you could, can be create a miracle and you, you don't have to take him and how about all those babies that have cancer and they don't have a chance and why? I don't have the answers to all that. I really don't. Maybe when I get to heaven, I'll ask that question. Um, but I, I do know that there's outcomes and I am sorry for any parent out there that's facing this or any person that's dealing with uh, any disease or anything that's that's um, sick and not healthy, and I just I my heart goes out to you. Um, I do know that there is hope and faith in the Lord, and it is a touchy subject for so many people, and I understand all of that. Um, I I um, part one of this show you can go back and listen to on um, thesufries.com podcasts and I talked about an issue where I shattered my leg and I don't want to go into detail because I already did that and but I will say that I just um, want you to know that it's a miracle that I'm walking and you know miracles happen and sometimes not the way we ask not the way we ask but someday maybe we'll know um, what the answer is on that and all I can say is is that I would not be where I am I would not be who I am if it wasn't for the things I've been through and how I've learned how God is there and that victory is his, that the battle's been fought and the battle's been won. We need to be reminded that God strengthens us, he establishes us in love, is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or think. Let us make it our goal today to recharge our spiritual batteries before it is too late. How do we recharge our spiritual batteries? We need to. Reconnect to the people we love. Now, no matter where you are in your spiritual beliefs, wouldn't you say that's a good idea? I mean, no matter where you are, reconnecting to the people we love. I think during this time, it's more important than ever. And I think some of us have realized differently, like, what is important? Like, really, what is the exclamation important in our lives? And I think that my, my sister said this is that because of COVID, they spent a lot more time as a family. You know, you're all at home and we're used to getting up, going to work, you know, take the kids to school and then go to work and then come home and make dinner and do homework. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of hours to spend together. But with this whole thing going on, a lot more families, I think, have reconnected on a level that we didn't before. So if we can be thankful, about anything regarding COVID and how we've had to pivot and learn every day because things changed minute by minute and day by day. I think we could thank the Lord that we've pivoted and we've reconnected and that um, there's something to be said about that. We don't need to call and text when the person we want to call and text is sitting right next to us. And you can see their face and you can have eye contact. I, I realized that my daughter, she had a baby and she had COVID while she was pregnant and she was breastfeeding all at the same time. And um, I remember remember that um, her daughter, Montana, she's adorable. She's 17 months now. And now my daughter has, uh, you know, um, less, well, I think not even, well, maybe a a month old, almost, uh, baby. And boy, that happened fast. Anyway, um, little Montana was a smiley baby. She was smiley all the time. And all of a sudden, mommy was wearing a mask as she breastfed um, because she had COVID, So she was wearing a mask. And all of a sudden, I realized my little granddaughter wasn't smiling as much. And it's because mommy, she couldn't see mommy's face. She couldn't see mommy's smile. So understand that your smile, us not being able to smile and see people smile, have you noticed that you've changed? Your personality's changed? I noticed that when I walk down a public arena, if I'm in a store now, I'm not the same friendly, smiley person. Could be because I have a mask on. Or it could be that I just—it's a different place for me. I'm not as trusting. Could that person have COVID? Could that person be sick? Should I step away? Should I be six months away? You know, six feet away. Um, you know, it's just a different time. And there's this caution that before I was much more trusting and friendly. And and take an analysis of yourself. Do you find that you're the same way? Anyway, these are just aha moments for me to think about. And when I saw my granddaughter not smiling anymore, I realized it was because she couldn't see mommy's smile. Because my my little daughter, my daughter is, you know, joyful in the Lord, and uh, she's just she smiles a lot, and she's got this warm, friendly, warm, loving smile, and uh, it warms my heart to see her smile. And to see your kids smile is a happy place for a parent. So another thing we need to do is be intimate. And I talked about that, about intimacy, is the freedom from anxiety in the presence of vulnerability. Think about that for a minute. How many of us can be completely vulnerable? I have to tell you that people say that the Sue Free Show, that, Sue, you're just so real, that you're so vulnerable. And I am. You know why? Because people have been vulnerable to me. And I knew, I I realized that those people being vulnerable and expressing Um, you know, explaining their situation and how God has brought them through or how they've, you know, seen God in a situation, that their vulnerability created an emotional connection that you can't get any other way than being intimate. When someone is vulnerable, and kind of I'm sorry kind of does that too. You realize that? There's people that just won't admit that they made a mistake. It's much easier for me to hurt for somebody that is hurting because they hurt someone else, or they feel bad, they feel sorry about, there's, you know, there's that that feeling of just, darn it, I wish I wouldn't have done that. And then I want to just console that person and say, it's okay, we'll get through it. I'm really sorry I said that. I'm really sorry I did that. It's so much easier for me to to put my arm around than someone saying, what do you mean? I didn't say that. I mean, what kind of emotion does that give you? Totally different. It's defensive. It's not it's not connecting. It is pushing away. It's, it, it's, not, it's not healthy. It's not a, a vulnerable place. And there's no way you can connect intimately in that type of environment. So intimacy is the freedom from anxiety in the presence of vulnerability. I think about newly married people, and can, if I can just get real right now, is I can remember when I was newly married. And in the sexual room, in the bedroom, it was like very difficult for me to know what I could express or say and what I what I I was concerned about hurting feeling or or doing anything and I think about new marrieds and how we're not taught how we can be real how how we can talk about I feel I think I need um, sometimes it's uncomfortable for us to express those things even though when we do and we experience the vulnerability and the presence of, you know, freedoms of being able to do that, how it just, it kind of connects people at a deeper, deeper level. And how many listening right now really want that type of relationship of being totally intimate, totally feeling like understood, even in your exposed state that you feel totally loved, accepted and understood. Isn't that the ultimate of ultimates? Think about it. And some of you, the sad part is, is you might have never felt that. You've never experienced that level of relationship. And what God wants is he wants you to know that you can get that from him. That he is the ultimate of ultimate loves. And that he created a hole in your heart that we try to fill with all this other minutiae. And the only place that hole cannot be filled by buying another car, a boat, a motorcycle, a new jacket, a new purse. It's not going to be filled that way. The only way it's already been bought and paid for is the sacrifice that God sacrificed his son for you. And if you were the only person on this earth, he sacrificed for you. That's amazing. There was a time in my life where I felt so unworthy. I didn't feel worthy of anyone's love, let alone God's love. I was so unworthy. And you might be there right now feeling unworthy to ask, receive. Why would God want me? He created you. Hello? He created you. And he created you for a purpose. And it's the devil that gets in there and says you're unworthy and that you don't, you don't really matter because we all matter. And we have a purpose on this earth. Pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection is a Sufri show. And my desire and God's desire is for you to draw nearer to God. And I'm hoping that, that you do that. And if I can plant a mustard seed, faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. And if I can place, if I can just plant that mustard seed, there's so little, but if I can do that by this show, then I'm going to feel like I've done something significant and worthy of breathing this air that we breathe. And that's truly how I feel. Every person has a need for a friend, a counselor, and a sounding board. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. That's Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. That's right out of the Bible. Restore our physical health. Let's talk about that for a minute. This is the Sue Free show. If you don't know where you are, you've turned the dial or pushed a button or something to get right here. And this is the Sue Free show. Sue Free spelled like fries, one word, dot com. And I've been on the air for over 10 years. I'm syndicated. And I am the termite lady, okay? I own a termite and pest control company. I have multiple employees. I have trucks on the road. I have multiple offices. I don't say that to to boast. I say that because I already have a career. <laughs> you know, this radio show is a labor of love for me. And I do that because God placed me here to to do what I'm doing. And until he says to stop, I ha- I'm going to keep going. And I'm thankful that he's trusted me enough or or giving me the freedom enough to to do this. And I want to do it right. I want to do it his way. I want to be what he wants me to be. I pray. Pray first. Got a little thing on my wrist. Pray first. I wake up in the morning. I said, God, give me eyes to see the way you see. Give me a mouth that speaks the way you speak. Give me feet that walk where you want me to walk. Give me the discernment to know how to think, what to think, what to do. Because we have decisions every every minute of every day we're choosing right from wrong. There really is no gray. And the question is, what direction are you going to go? And where's the answers? I mean, the rule book for me is the Bible. That's the rule book for life for me. And people say, well, I don't know. How do you find the rule for this one? You know, And I'm, that's a really good question. So restore our physical health. I'm in pretty good shape right now, except for I don't exercise. And my sister is a Pilates instructor. She owns a Pilates on purpose in Orange County. And uh, on 17th Street. And, and she always wants to teach me exercises. She always wants to teach me because she loves me so much. And she wants me to, to have better physical health than I already do. And uh, I always put her off. And I don't know why I do that. I should not do that. I should actually take her up on it because she's really, really good. And uh, anyway, so diet, okay, what we eat, what we put in our mouths, okay, is really important. And I have some friends and associates that I say a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips, and, and another one that has really changed one person in particular. I'm going to say his name because he listens to my show, Hector. He's um, part of my, uh, my advertising consulting team. And he says, Sue, something you said, we were at Christmas time and you had cookies delivered to you at your office. And you looked at those cookies and they looked really appetizing. And you looked at them and you said, not worth it. And those three words just penetrated in my brain so strongly not worth it i couldn't believe you didn't even want to take a bite but to me it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth it and there might be things that you're looking at right now or you know down the road i would say ask yourself if it's really worth it and if it's not just don't do it and the other thing is if you want to drink lots of water with lemon in it is really good and also, don't eat past a certain time. I, my cutoff is six o'clock. On norm, I don't eat past six. And then you have a longer fasting time. You know, breakfast is you're breaking your fast after eating uh, dinner. You've got break, you're breaking the fast. So, when you break the fast, what is the first thing you're going to put in your mouth? I hope it's like a glass of water. Mine is coffee a lot of the times, and that's so, not so great, except for I'm drinking a certain kind of coffee that actually is better for you. Exercise, are you exercising? You know, increase your exercising. And sleep, are you getting enough? I'm not getting enough. And I need more as I get older. I'm needing more sleep than I did when I was younger. I used to say I'll sleep when I'm dead, but I'm going to be dead sooner if I don't get some sleep. And I'm finding that I need that reviving. I need to get restored. And the way we do that is by sleep. And if your sleep is messed up, if you if you have bad dreams or you you just can't get to sleep, there's something going on in your mind that really, you know, maybe God's trying to work out with you. Write it down. Write down what's ever in your brain. Just write it down. Sometimes I have a notepad by my desk and I have to write down because my brain is just spinning all the time and I have to get it out of there so I can actually close my eyes and go to sleep. So diet, exercise, and sleep is restoring your physical health. Take time for yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Are you doing that? Renew our mindset. Are you renewing your mindset? Stinkin' thinking, right? I mean, we have stinking thinking sometimes. Sometimes our words, we can listen to our words and it will reveal a lot about how you're thinking, what you're doing. And our mouths, our tongue is a two-edged sword and the power of our tongue is so strong. We need to be careful how we talk. I hope this has been helpful. I really do hope this has been helpful for you. And if you're new to the Sue Free show, welcome. Welcome, friends. And I want to hear you, see you, uh, connect with you. So please um, go to the Sufri, spelt like fries, one word, dot com show. And if you need any termite or pest control, obviously com. You know, just reach out and we can help you there if you're in Southern Central California. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. Bye for now.
0: Ah, it's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects.